Welcome to the Rise Priestess podcast, a place for women just like you who are in the process of claiming their callings, rising into priestesshood, and building a legacy. This is where values-driven women come to learn how to unleash their gifts and share them unapologetically with the world to unlock deep contribution and potent prosperity. I'm your host, Dr. Sarah Coxon. I'm an author, yoga teacher, activist, and business mentor. I bridge together feminine-inspired leadership and divine masculine action that quantum leaps you into an expansive experience of life and business. I believe that business is a vehicle for not only living a more purposeful and free life, but for also contributing to social and ecological healing. I live in a coastal town in Portugal and have been channeling my inner priestesshood into various heart-centered businesses since 2016. Back then, I left my life as an archaeologist to play my part in the reawakening of the feminine. Although I now run a successful mission-driven business, it's been quite the journey. I've had to move past imposter syndrome, own my gifts, make friends with money, step into feminine leadership, dismantle toxic conditioning, and learn ethical marketing practices. I'm here to help you on your journey to living life and doing business on your terms. From guest interviews to solo heart riffs to laser coaching sessions, this podcast is here to inspire you to reclaim the feminine, live your dharma, and get paid for being you. So sit back, take a deep breath, sister, and let's dive into today's episode. Hello, and welcome to another episode of the Women Who Prosper podcast. Today, I am talking all about how you can heal your issues with money using your feminine magic. But first, a little bit of a life update. If you guys are following me on Instagram, that's at Dr. Sarah Coxon, then you will know that recently Maura and I have adopted a dog from a local dog shelter. His name was Hanuman. We now call him Manny because Hanuman is a bit of a mouthful. And Hanuman is actually um, the main god, the most devoted god, actually. He was a monkey god. He was most devoted to Lord Rama. And Manny is like the most devoted dog ever. I'm so in love with him. And he's teaching me so much about what it is to be really present um, and what it is to really enjoy the moment. And I'm just so grateful. So if you want to see Manny-related updates, you're going to see them on Instagram. Um, I'm becoming one of those dog-obsessed women. Maybe it will change. Maybe it will all, you know, settle down. I don't know. But who doesn't want to see cute dog photos or dog videos? I know I do. Um, Another update I have, and I'm so excited about this, is that... On Monday, the 19th of August, I kick off a free, I want to say training, but it's not even a training. It's a community transformative five-day experience that I'm calling Limitless Living. So I truly believe that every single woman who is on her path to awakening, to liberation, to reconnecting to the deepest part of herself... Every single woman deserves mentorship, 
deserves support, deserves sisterhood. And very often we stop ourselves because we say, oh, I can't afford that, or, you know, my bills come first, or everyone else's needs come first, or the idea of investing in ourselves just is so far out there and so removed from what we're used to. And I get that. So I want to offer you a chance to experience support, mentorship, guidance for free. So I, so you can really kickstart your journey to limitless living as a woman. So we kick off on Monday the 19th of August. I really hope I've got this date right. And it's a five-day community experience where you get um, some three, I think, yeah, three masterclass trainings from me with really practical wisdom about how you can start to uh, live limitlessly and reclaim your power as a woman. Um, There'll also be an opportunity for you to hop on a free group mentoring call with me so that you can get access to me and any wisdom that may come up. And um, yeah, so if you if you're, if you're feeling that full body yes and you're intrigued and you probably don't even know what this is about, but you realize that like allowing yourself to be held and supported and guided on your spiritual journey is like, yes, I really deserve this, then sign up. So I will pop the link in the show notes, but also you can sign up at www.moonmagicmiracles.com forward slash limitless experience. That's www.moonmagicmiracles.com forward slash limitless experience. And this is kind of like a precursor to the relaunching of my academy called dun, 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 Limitless the Academy. So this was formerly the Academy of Womanly Prosperity and it's a bit of a shit name, isn't it? So I launched this program only a couple of months ago. I've got some amazing women in it. They're seeing amazing transformations and the curriculum is not changing. But I realized that calling it prosperity, you know, uh, it was a word that wasn't really resonating with me because my idea of prosperity is that it is the ability to call in resources and opportunities so that you can live your highest vision for yourself. But I was realizing that most people associate uh, prosperity with just money. And for some people, that was a bit of a turnoff. And I realized that, no, actually, what I'm teaching is all about limitless living. It's how to reclaim your feminine. It's how to um, embody your feminine superpowers and how to liberate yourself for magic, for miracles, for ease, for flow, for abundance, and just to live a wildly amazing life as a woman. This is what I teach. So this is what the the name of the academy is now reflected. So Limitless, the academy. I'm so excited about it. And another amazing announcement is I'm going to be offering a scholarship to one person. Fully paid scholarship. So in order to be eligible for this scholarship, you want to you want to check out my Instagram, you see one of my latest posts and you'll find information about how you can actually apply to this scholarship. Um, By winning this scholarship, you get access to all of the trainings. So not only the three months of um, trainings and the modules that drop, but also ongoing 
live masterclasses from month to month and also access to mentoring calls with me, uh, group mentoring calls. So if you do want to, if you're like, yes, I need to do this, this would be amazing, then check over, um, check over, check out in my Instagram account and you'll see there'll be some information there somewhere, either on my stories or in one of my posts that will tell you exactly how you can enter. So... I can't wait to see which one of you joins, like which one of you gets this scholarship. It's going to be amazing. Um, right. Okay. So enough of that. Now, what are we talking about today? We are talking about how to heal your issues with money using your feminine magic. Now, prosperity wasn't really a word that was in my family's vocabulary. And I'm sorry, mom, if you're listening to this, but you know, it's kind of true. Um, it's not my parents' fault. It's not even, it's nobody's fault. It's just that I grew up in a, in a family where money was seen as scarce. And even more so than just money, the ability to do what you want all the time, whatever you want, and to fulfill your desires wasn't, I didn't really think it was available to me. And this was just because I was brought up in a narrative that things are scarce, um, and particularly money is scarce. But since those years, I've really, really rewired my relationship with money. So that now I live a life where for the most part, and not all the time, but really for the most part, I don't worry about money. It really does just flow to me. And very often in really weird and wonderful ways. And I feel safe in my ability to create and experience whatever it is that I desire to create and experience. And I... I almost have tears in my eyes as I say this, like when I think of how far I've come and talking about money is important because actually money really does underpin so many of our decisions. You think about it, you know, if you really, really want to travel, but you tell yourself that you can't afford it, that is your belief about money that is stopping you from doing something that your soul is crying out for you to do. Or for example, if you really you know, wanted to, I don't know, join a retreat or do some women's work. And again, you're saying I can't afford it or I can't afford it right now, or I need to use my money for other things or whatever it is that you're, that you're saying to yourself. Again, money is dictating what you do. If you are in a job that you hate, but you need the money. And again, that's a belief. You need the money. That's a narrative you tell yourself. Then that belief about money is underpinning your decision to stay in a job that is making you feel stressed out and sick or just really unfulfilled. So it's really important that we do actually talk about money, even though most of the women that I, I talk to in my life or I even work with, they come to me and they're like, oh, I don't really care about the money. Oh, it feels icky to talk about it. You know, um, that's all just conditioning. And actually, it's really empowering when you can talk about money. It's really empowering when you can say, yes, I need to heal my relationship with money because when I heal my relationship with money, then I really am on the path to limitless living because I'm not allowing something like money to be an excuse for why I do or don't do something. This is really, really important. 
And, um, you know, it makes sense why so many women are turned off by the concept of money. And that's because we do live in a society where we are obsessed with money and it's really seen as, as power. And, you know, we see things like, oh, I'm just going to say it, like the Donald Trumps of the world who have a lot of money, but they don't have any ethical, moral compass. And I'm sorry if you're a Trump supporter, you're probably not listening to the right podcast if you are. Um, so it makes sense that we're turned off by that because we see the bad effects of money. Really like, and I'm going to talk about this later on, but really money is a shadow. Um, it's a, a symbol. It's, um, it's a representation of something. And there's a light side to money and all the amazing things that it can allow us to do. And it's not the only route to get there, but it is one of the routes. Um, and there's also a dark side to it where, you know, when money is the bottom line, then we put on a lot of us, well, not even us, but we see it in other people, um, particularly the the hierarchical figures, you know, the, the CEOs and the directors, and we see them making all these decisions that where money is the bottom line and we see that they are not acting compassionately, not acting ethically. So it makes sense that there is resistance to talking about money because we see it as a bad thing, but it's not a bad thing. The really interesting thing about money is that, and this is crazy, and you know, you guys know that I'm an ex-archaeologist, so I love this shit. But when we look back at the history of money, it was only about 2,500 years ago, more or less, in Greece, that the first coins were minted. And so this is not, think of the span of human history, like thou, like 20, 30, 40,000 years, more than that, of human history. And it's only really the past two and a half thousand years that money has become a thing and then so money became a thing in Greece and then the Romans adopted it and then the Romans went around and conquered a lot of Europe and um, then when the Roman Empire fell money as far as we can see money also stopped being circulated and what we see again is a what another bartering system where actually things are exchanged and it's all about trade and barter. And so we see that for another few hundred years before the medieval period when, again, you see money making an appearance. Now, of course, I'm talking about European history here. Um, I don't know so much about other cultures, but I presume in like Native American history and stuff like that, there really wasn't any money. It was just all a, a system of exchange of goods. So you can see that money's not been around so long and that we actually, as a society, have had um, periods of history where there, there has been money and then there hasn't been money. And you know what's really, really interesting about money now is that it's only really been since the 70s, so we're talking about 50 years, where money as a has a digital representation uh, exists in its form right now. So before it was all about coins and banknotes and things like that. And now, I, I don't know the statistic, I can't remember it off the top of my head, but actually if you were to withdraw all of the, the money that we have in our bank accounts, there actually isn't enough physical money in circulation. So it's really 
a representation. It doesn't even exist. How crazy is that? So you think about if you have like money in your bank account right now, that money is just a digital number. It doesn't actually exist. That's insane. And yet we, so our money system and our economy is based on belief in the value of it, not in the actual inherent value of it. When we start to recognize that, we start to free ourselves up because then we start to see that actually if I, it's all about my beliefs. If I have a belief in something, this can be my reality. So what I'm going to talk through now are the five ways in which you can think about money or the five principles in which you can relate to money that can help you heal any issues that you are experiencing with money using your feminine magic. So here we go. So first things first is, like I said, money is just energy. It's actually a shadow and it's a representation of value. So for example, why are certain goods more valuable than others? For example, um, you know, gold is more valuable than silver, or why should, yeah, why should a pineapple be twice as much as a banana? I don't know. Like you can see that I'm running out of uh, legitimate um, examples. It's all about the value that we assign to something. So there is a real gender pay gap at the moment. And my belief is that the gender pay gap, so in America, I have the stats for America, in America, for the same job, I believe, um, women will earn 76 cents to every dollar that a man earns. Now, the reason that I believe that there is a gender pay gap is twofold. The first of all, uh, the, the first thing is, of course, that there are discriminations and biases in place externally against women. Some of them are so subtle that we don't even realize it, but they exist and they have to be acknowledged. And anyone who says that there isn't a gap between the, the way men and women are treated is full of shit, basically. My ex-boyfriend, one of them. Um... Yeah, it's, it's not true. There is subtle discrimination and bias. So we have to recognize that sometimes the very uh, structures that are in place are not designed to help women thrive in the workplace. But the second thing that I believe is that women, like a woman's internal narrative is also at play when it comes to any discrepancies in pay, in the gender pay gap. And the reason I believe in this is that the stats out there show that I think it's like 20% of women are likely to ask for capital funding for any initiatives and 40% of men are. So as women, we're not even asking for what it is that we want. This is an internal thing. This is an internal game. And I think it's because we don't really fully value ourselves. When you know your inherent worth, and I'm not talking about the, the worth of, you know, your capabilities and stuff like that. 
When you know your inherent worth, which is that you are a child of the divine, that you are a child of the goddess or God or source or the universe or whatever you want to call this magnificent force of creation. When you're a child of her, when you recognize that and you embody it, which means that you really live from this space, you know your value and it becomes a lot easier to ask for what you want. So really manage, manage is not a word. Money is energy. And it's a representation of value. So this brings me on to the second principle, which is as women, we must really work to embody our inherent value. When you embody your inherent value, when you know how worthy you are, it becomes really, really easy or easier, or let's say even simple to ask for what you want. So For example, when I first started, uh, let's give a tangible example. Okay, so a few years ago, I started a yoga mala jewelry company. And I used to work in a crystal shop, so I had loads and loads of experience with crystals. I really knew how to pick top quality gemstones. I knew their metaphysical properties. And I would be able to sniff out a fake or a low quality gemstone, you know, really, really easily. So I had a lot of knowledge. I was also really talented at making these things and I was making limited editions. So they were bespoke and really unique pieces. Now, when I first started selling them, I was selling these beautiful items that took me a long time to make, like we're talking many hours and really good quality gemstones. I was selling them at the same uh, price as a company that was uh, selling a mala that had been mass produced in India or in Bali or something like that. So we're talking about $60, $70. And for me, them, I was like, when I was getting sales coming in, I was like, wow, this is fucking amazing. You know, like, um, oh my gosh. But then as my confidence grew, and as I really knew the value of what I was offering, that there was so much knowledge and love and skill and uniqueness that was embodied in each piece, I started putting my prices up. So then I would put it up to like $100, then $200. And by the end of me, um, yeah, by the end, I was actually like, I think I sold a piece, my highest piece was like $450, which for me back then was something that would have felt initially really insane to begin with. But then I really like grew into that because I really embodied that sense of value. So that's what we have to do as women. We have to, um, we have to really know our inherent value on two levels. One level, just knowing that we're a child of the universe and that for that, we are incredibly special, but also recognizing that we have unique talents, gifts, things that come really easily to us that don't necessarily come easily to other people. So we start to get really clear on that. Then it becomes much easier to ask for what you're worth, actually. So that's the second thing, is really coming to embody your sense of your own value. So if you are feeling anxious about money, if you are, quote-unquote, struggling with money, if it's always something that you're thinking about and you feel like there's never enough, 
I want you to realize that having more money will not actually change that for you. So I've read loads and loads of books about this. I've also spoken to millionaires. I had a conversation with a multimillionaire a few weeks ago about this. And she was saying to me that although she was making a ridiculous amount of money in her business, she was always stressed about money. Money doesn't solve that issue. The feelings of anxiety around money is actually nothing to do with money. It's never about the money. It's actually that you don't feel safe in your body. So you think that anxiety is actually a physiological response. It's this, you know, your heartbeat is elevated. You feel that sickness in your stomach. You feel that uh, tightness and tension across your chest. And so what your logical mind is doing is looking for the reason for this. And your logical mind will go, oh, it's probably because you're not earning enough money. Or you've seen something in media that said like, you know, you've been presented this idea that if you have more money and you live on a tropical island, then uh, all your life's prayers are answered and you won't feel this stress anymore. So you have like, you've been given false narratives about what it is, what is actually the reason behind your anxiety and what it is that's going to change it. Um, On a side note, I did move to a tropical island. I lived in the Philippines for a year and I did live in a hut on a beach and I was overlooking white sand and crystal waters for the best part of a year. And guess what? It was nice for a couple of months and then the same old shit came up because wherever you go, there you are and it's internal stuff. Anxiety even if you believe it's related to money, is really just that you don't feel safe in your body. So the antidote to this, and this is the third principle to work with when healing your issues with money, is to create a really solid foundation with your body, to really connect to your body and to come home to yourself. When you start to really feel your body, when you start to really listen to what your body's telling you, when you start to cultivate a connection with your body, you start to liberate yourself from this these feelings of anxiety or if they're there you start to notice that they're simply just sensations without needing to look for the the logical reasons as to why it's there it's really important that when you feel this sense of anxiety to notice that your mind can argue its way in and out of anything so oh it it's probably my relationship or oh, it's probably that my bank account doesn't have more than this in it or it's probably because of this. So recognize it's not really about the money. So really to come home to your body creates a really strong foundation. It allows you to be really present. And then you recognize that in the present moment, everything is perfect. If you are not kicked out on the streets, so let's say, for example, that you're worried about your money situation because you're worried about being kicked out on the streets, Okay. When you come home to your body and you come home to the present moment, you recognize you aren't kicked out on the streets, that this is a mental projection in the future that is causing anxiety in your body and your physicality. But the reality in this present moment is that you are safe, is that there is food on the table, is that you are able to do what you want to do. So usually any anxiety that we feel about money is always about a future projection or it's about re playing stuff that happened in the past but recognize that when you're home in your body and you feel safe in your body you can inhabit the present moment and you can recognize that everything is okay as it is right now so practices to feel safe in your body deep breathing like 
I can go into more practices in another episode if you want, let me know. Um, but really deep breathing and feeling into the sensations of the breath. This will help you to really create safety in your body. And then this brings me on to the, the fourth principle that can really help you to heal any issues that, you, uh, that you're experiencing with money. And this is trust. This is trust. So as women, we are born co-creators. When I talk about co-creation, what I'm saying is that you are given a desire, right? You're not given a desire without the capacity to bring that desire to fruition, to manifest it. Okay, but what we seem to, the narrative that we have been given in our cultural conditioning is like, you have to make things happen, blah, blah, blah. And life doesn't work like that. Co-creation means that you act and you're also given guidance and signs by a greater power, universe, source, God, goddess, whatever feels really good for you. So co-creation, as women, we are born to co-create because we are literally vessels for magic. That is, this, that is who we are as women and feminine energy is creative energy and I'll get onto this in a little bit so as women as our female bodies we are the containers for creation I'm not saying that men aren't either but you know we are there's a there's an element to us that is a vessel so we literally co-create and because we tend to be more highly intuitive because our brains are literally wired for intuition there are far more connections between left and right side of the brain in women also studies have shown and this is what allows for that sixth sense we can really start to see the signs of the universe and start to take action on them so really it's all about co-creation what this means is we have to embody trust that we are supported in every single moment and that we don't have desires without an ability to um to manifest them. It's just that very often what's happening is that we think we have to do it all ourselves. And then what happens is we're giving, being given all these signs from the universe, all these synchronicities about the taking the path of least resistance. And we're not seeing them because we're so bound up with, this is how I have to be and I have to do it this way. When you can lean back and you can lean into trust, leaning back actually creates space for things to unfold for you. So trust and surrender is a really important principle to live by because it will allow you to experience way more magic than if you are in control all the time. Because anyway, control is just simply an illusion. None of us are in control of events. We are in control of how we respond to them though. And this brings me on to the fifth principle to really think through, work through when you want to heal your issues with money using your feminine magic, and that is creativity. So let's think of money as an ex it's a it's a form of energy. It's a it's a value, it's energetic in nature. And what I have found in my life is usually when I am engaged in creative processes that feel really, really good and exciting and stuff like that, then the money tends to flow to me because it comes in an exchange of that. So I have this capacity within me for real creative magic and every single one of us does. Again, we are vessels for this creativity and the money comes in exchange for that. 
I don't get to control when it comes. I don't get to control even how it comes. All I know is that when I'm being creative and I'm being creative in conjunction with being able to ask for what I want because I really value what I can offer, then money tends to flow. And all we should ever be worried about in any given moment is not the tangible number in our bank account, but it's like, can I, do I have the resources and the opportunities, or maybe even a better question is, how can I call in the opportunities and resources to create the highest vision I have for myself? So creativity is a way in which we can do that because when we're, we're engaged in creative pursuits, then there's an energetic exchange happening. And money was always a byproduct of just feeling really good. So if you are an entrepreneur, if you're in business or something, then by following your creativity, you're going to be able to, um, yeah, you're going to be able to come up with ideas and things that will be the catalyst for more money coming to you. If you're in a job, and I know many of you listening, you're not entrepreneurs, you're in a job, then imagine giving yourself space to be creative how that frees you up in your job to make more of a difference. And then promotions can happen or opportunities can arise. Um, these are just two very simple examples, but you can see how this really relates to everything. Um, and yeah, so they are, I've given you five principles that you can think through and you can feel into and you can work with when it comes to healing your issues with money. And I implore you that you do look at your relationship with money because when you start to free it up, you will free yourself up. Now, money is one facet of prosperity, of living in prosperity consciousness. It's not the only one. And what I want to share as well as a final thought is that if you are becoming so fixated on money that you don't see other opportunities and ways to live your highest vision, that is not prosperous living. So as an example, so many women tell me they want to travel, but they don't have the money to do it. You see how limited that thinking is. If money is the only if saving money is the only way that you can travel, then of course you're limited if the money isn't, isn't there for you. Your best bet and the way that you can really open yourself up is to ask yourself the question, how is this possible? So you may start to see things coming into your vision, like there's a competition to win a trip to the Caribbean or perhaps even doing volunteering. I know so many people that now do, um, it's called work away. Uh, and so many people come to Portugal and do work away. In fact, I've done work away before. When I first started setting up this mentoring business, I was like, all right, I need to, to put a roof over my head and have some fun and not feel stressed about having to make money from the get-go in this business. So Mara and I went to Fuerteventura, which is in the Canary Islands, for three months. And I was teaching yoga and we were living in a yurt. And I was just teaching yoga in exchange for 
a really nice place to stay and really nice food and a little bit I don't even know if I got maybe a little bit of pocket money and um, I think it's probably ironically because of that that the business took off because I didn't feel this need that wasn't I wasn't operating from scarcity I was operating from a, a sense of abundance so I wanted to travel I didn't have the money to do it at that time or oh no I did have the money to do it but I but I wanted to invest that money into the business so found another way that's prosperity so I wanted to just highlight that, that keep asking yourself, like, what is it that you want and what are the ways in which this could be possible for me? And it's going to open up everything for you. And that in itself as well will heal your, any issues that you've been facing with money. So there is so much more that I could talk about this and perhaps I will do more episodes on money. Um, and how to heal your relationships with it. But for now, I think there's a, I think you've got enough to be going on with. So thank you so much for listening. I really hope you are going to join us in the Limitless Living Experience. It's five days of just guidance, mentorship, masterclasses, training, mentoring from me. And um, yeah, I am so, so excited to be offering this. It feels really expansive and really good. Um, talk about following your excitement and bliss. <laughs> I am embodying it right now. And of course, don't forget about entering the scholarship to yeah to win a scholarship for Limitless the Academy. This will really, oh my gosh, by by joining this program, your life will change forever. Already, the women who are in there doing this deep deep work like such massive shifts are happening and um, I'll be sharing more with you about about the academy as well in the next few weeks but make sure you check out uh, Instagram and you see how you can enter to win that scholarship all right I'm gonna go Manny needs cuddles Um, as always if you have any questions or anything just know that you can send me an email at sarah at moonmagicmiracles.com or you can dm me on instagram um, and i try to get back to everyone that responds all right speak to you soon thank you so much for tuning into the rise priestess podcast if this episode spoke to you, you can contribute greatly by sharing it to your Instagram stories. Make sure that you also tag me at Dr. Sarah Coxon so that I can personally reach out and thank you. And if you're not already a member of my Instagram community, you can pop over there now and join us. I keep it very real over there, sharing behind the scenes of my life and business to inspire you to live life and do business your own way. You can also apply to be a guest on the show by emailing sarah at Dr. Sarah Coxon with the subject podcast guest. You can also head over to my website, the link is in the show notes, to find out more about how I can help you step into your unique priestesshood to unlock deep contribution and potent prosperity. See you next time.